Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So the Federal Reserve is hemorrhaging money right now. You guys saw that thumbnail. That wasn't exaggerated. We didn't make that out of Photoshop. That's how much money they are losing right now. And it said like 111 million, but you, but that's in thousands or whatever. So that's actually 110 plus billion dollars that the that the Fed has lost just over the last few months. And I'm going to explain why they've lost this. But this begs the question: Are they going to need a bailout? Now, most of you would just jump to the conclusion and say, "Well, George, what are you talking about?" You said right here on your channel that the Fed has an infinite balance sheet that they can't go bust. And technically, this isn't true. But in the real world, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. So as our first example, I would like to go straight over to Zero Hedge and check out this article. And then we're going to circle back to the Federal Reserve and try to determine if they might need a bailout, or maybe a better question is when will they need to be bailed out? Title of this article, world's oldest central bank seeking $7 billion bailout. Now, now this is not a swap line for dollars that they can, so they can issue funding or liquidity to their banking system. Now, this is the actual central bank saying, going to their government, saying they need to be bailed out. You say, oh, George, this is probably some banana republic. You can't compare Zimbabwe to the Federal Reserve. Oh, really? Well, how about Sweden? Because that's what I'm talking about. So the Jerome Powell of Sweden, the gentleman's name, he's right here. The gentleman's name is, well, we'll get to his name in a second. Basically, he went to, he sent out a press release through the Rick's Bank, which is their central bank in Sweden. Uh, excuse me, his name, his name is Eric Thedin. And he basically said that he needs to go to the government and the Swedish bank needs to be bailed out because they've lost so much money that they're technically insolvent. They have negative equity. And although this doesn't prevent them from enacting monetary policy, this does set up a confidence problem with the general public and with the financial markets at large. And it's a problem big enough that might prevent them from doing things like quantitative easing in the future. And you look at how they got into this problem. It's exactly what the Fed's done. Identical. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But before we do, let's go over to this press release. Right here from Eric Thedin, the basically the Jerome Powell of Sweden. And this press release is just from the other day. From Thedin himself, title, the Riks Bank, the Swedish central bank, needs to restore its capital. In other words, they need a bailout. Today, Governor Eric Thedin visited the Riks DAG Committee on Finance, excuse me, to present an analysis of Riks Bank financial position earnings capacity and long-term capital requirements. The preliminary results of this analysis indicate that the Riks Bank needs to have its equity restored at at least a basic level. Again, that, that's central banker speak for we're screwed, we're bust, we're bankrupt, and we need to go to the government to get bailed out. 
and this is as per the end of September 2023, they see the, the, the bare minimum that they need is 80 billion Swedish kroner, I believe, or krona, I believe is their currency. And I, I'm not sure what that equates to in dollars. And here's the gentleman. Again, there's a picture of the guy. So let's go back to this Zero Hedge article and see how the Swedish central bank got into this position to where now they actually need a bailout from the government. There's a quote from Eric. The loss and negative equity are due to sharp rise in interest rates in 2022. I think that happened here in the United States. Oh, yeah, it did happen here in the United States. In fact, the sharpest rise in interest rates that we have seen since the 1980s. Volcker days. This has led to a fall in the value. And by the way, during the Volcker days, they weren't doing QE. <laughs> they didn't have a $9 trillion balance sheet. This has led to a fall in the value of bond purchased by Riksbank during the period 2015 to 2021. So they say they did this to maintain confidence, inflation target, credit supply, and contribute to good economic development. It's a quote from Mr. Thedeen. Now, did the Fed do this? Absolutely. In fact, they did it to a much greater de degree than they did in Sweden. They bought all of these super expensive treasuries or mortgage-backed securities, meaning very expensive, so interest rate low. And now all of a sudden, they jack rates up to 5% and all, let's say, the 10-year treasuries that they have on their balance sheet that they bought at 1.5% are now trading at 5 which means the price went from here all the way down to, well, below my desk, you can't even see it. <laughs> they took a massive loss, a paper loss on this stuff. So if they had to sell it, they would have negative equity, just like the Swedish Central Bank. But it gets a lot worse for the Federal Reserve. From a standpoint, it's not just paper losses on the asset side of their balance sheet. It's their P&L, their profit and loss. And that goes back to the thumbnail. You see, what happens right now is the Federal Reserve makes their money off the interest that they make from the asset side of their balance sheet. But their expenses are what they have to pay for their deposits. In other words, the bank reserves. The interest on reserves that they pay to the banksters like Jamie Dimon, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, etc. So as you guys know from watching my videos, the Fed sets their Fed funds rate at 5.25%. But that just means that they have to pay the banks 5.25% in order to park their reserves at the Fed. Okay, well, that's the expense side of the P&L. That's the expense that they have to pay for the liability side of their balance sheet. All right, great. Well, you're paying out 5.25%, but what are you receiving? You're only receiving, let's say, 1.5%. Okay, that's a problem. That puts you straight into the no bueno zone, <laughs> as we say on the whiteboard videos. It, it just do, do the basic math, right? That's basically your expenses. The, the average Joe and Jane watching this right now, you guys on the live stream, let's just say that your expenses are $100,000 a year, but you're only making $50,000 a year. Okay, you can't last very long. That's not sustainable. At a certain point, you go bust. And that's not even including the, let's say the assets that you have in addition to that cash flow and those expenses, let's say, so you're losing $50,000 a year on your P&L with your income and your expenses, let's say, because your expenses exceed your income by $50,000 a year. But on top of that, 
let's say that you've got a hundred thousand dollar portfolio of stocks, but let's say you also owe a hundred thousand dollars in debt. You have a hundred thousand dollar mortgage, let's say. So ideally, okay, you got those assets under a hundred thousand dollars, but you've got a hundred thousand dollar liability. But now you've still got that hundred thousand dollar liability, but your assets have gone from a hundred thousand down to fifty thousand, and you're gonna have to sell those really quick to pay those liabilities. In addition to the fact that you're losing $50,000 a year because your expenses are so much higher than your income. This is the exact position of the Ricks Bank, and it's the exact position of the Federal Reserve, except the Federal Reserve is in this position to a far, far greater degree. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. The title of this video was, Will They Need a Bailout? I should have actually titled it, They Have Already Received a Bailout. Because you see what's happened is they have this accounting gimmick called a deferred asset, which I have talked about. That's basically how they offset the losses. So they've got the, or the negative equity, I should say. So they've got the liability side of their balance sheet increasing, but then they have the asset side staying the same. And that's not even calculating the, the paper losses that they have from the interest rate risk they took. But all the, the way they reduce the liability side to match up with the asset side is they just have this deferred asset that reduces that liability, which is basically them just saying, oh, well, in the future, we're going to make money, so we'll go ahead and book it right now. It's a complete scam, complete scam. So what I want to point out is this next line from Eric over at the Swedish Central Bank. He says, a negative equity does not affect the Rick's bank ability to conduct monetary policy in the short term. But to me, and this is why I always say the Fed has an infinite balance sheet, because technically they do. But he points out something that is very, very important. But to maintain confidence, you see, at the end of the day, that's all the Fed has. That's why they're still in business right now when anyone can just a a, a seven a seventh grade accounting student or a seventh grader that's just taking a, a, a accounting one hundred and one class, whatever they're called in high school, can look at the Fed's balance sheet and say, "Oh yeah, they're bust. They're insolvent. They're broke, bankrupt." That's that's right now as we speak. So the only reason they're out there just doing business as usual is because of that one word that Mister Thedine points out, and that's confidence. But once that confidence is gone, they're done. 
They can't bail out the banking system. Why? Because they themselves need a bailout. And if they don't get that bailout somehow, and it's always it's weird because we always look at the Fed bailing out the government. Well, they got to buy their debt, you know, yield curve control, all these things. Well, how's the government going to issue that much debt? Well, at the end of the day, the Fed will just go ahead and buy it. They'll bail them out. Really? Maybe, but maybe not. Although the Fed might want to bail them out, maybe they're not going to have the ability to bail them out because they themselves are underwater. And because of that, society, the markets, the average Joe and Jane has lost confidence in what is effectively the Wizard of Oz. When you pull back the curtain, you're like, wait a minute here. This guy isn't skits. This is just some little dude. He doesn't have any power. When if the curtain is pulled back, then you think, oh my gosh, it's this Federal Reserve. They've got the power to do anything they want. Well, no, that's just simply a psyop. That's what they want you to believe. That's what they've done a very good job in making you believe. But you see, once the public opens up their eyes, once they pull back that curtain and see that the, the, the Wizard of Oz really has no power other than psychological power, boom, the gig is up. And right now, the gig is up for the Swedish Central Bank. And the, and the only difference between them and the Federal Reserve is that the Federal Reserve is in a far worse position. But the Federal Reserve still maintains that level of confidence. So you have to ask yourself the question. At some point, they're going to lose it. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So when will they lose that confidence? I don't know. I don't know. But what I'm here to tell you is that it's possible. There are no certainties. There are only probabilities. And the probability that the Fed will be there indefinitely to bail out the entire system is not 100%. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism, and we'll see you in the next video.